Hello, everyone. This is us, Olga and Oksana, our podcast called Our Bodies, Our Business, where we discuss all things about diet, nutrition, exercise, and psychology of it all. And today we're talking about metabolism, and we're going to kill a couple of myths in this podcast. <laughs> we're going to kill. And also um, explain you that we can influence our metabolism. That's a little bit of a spoiler. Uh, yeah, well, we are going to tell you how to improve, to speed up your metabolism. This is a spoiler. And uh, yeah, stay with us till the end. If you want to know all the secrets and all the latest science, that is going to change your life. We'll start with um, what metabolism is. Uh, we often think that this is some mythical processes that are happening in our organism, burning calories. Uh, but when we say metabolism in practical terms, when we refer to metabolism in practical terms, we mean that this is how many calories we burn during the day, basically. Uh, how fast we burn these calories. And people with fast metabolism burn calories fast and therefore burn more. And people with slow metabolism burn slower and therefore burn less. And we all know people with fast metabolism who can eat whatever they want. They do not exercise, they don't bother, but they stay thin. And we think they are wizards or witches and we are envious probably. And we are very sorry for ourselves that our metabolism are not that fast. And we have to really be careful with our diet and go to the gym and so on. But let me, um, let us explain that things are not that bad and that we can gently change the situation. Oksana? Hello, everyone. <clears throat> yeah, so we basically want to talk about fast and slow metabolism. And if you have slow metabolism, quotation marks, what does it mean? So the energy that we burn throughout the day, where does it come from? Well, we have rest in metabolic rate, as you all know. This is the amount of energy that we burn uh, while doing nothing, lying down, just to keep up our physiological processes alive like digestion system brain functioning bloodstream blood circulation that all requires energy yeah internal so, organs heart yeah. liver in addition to it and this requires a lot of energy more than you thought yeah for example like mine my, my bmr would be around 1500 calories oh, i burned them without even getting up from my out of my bed it so this depends is, a lot on your weight yeah exactly on your weight and your age and gender um the second component where our energy goes to is our physical activity so the moment when you get up you start moving fidgeting uh cleaning around the house walking to work going up and down the stairs you need to burn energy and calories there too, right? And the third, third component is uh, intentional physical activity. 
intentional exercises, right? So we, we have four, I'm gonna give you the fourth one. So this is the very important part to distinguish that exercises, intentional exercises are different from your daily energy expenditure. The fourth element where we, where we burn our calories is for thermic effect of food. So the food that you eat needs to be digested. And for this, the body needs to use a lot of energy uh, to digest the food. Right and interesting. But it's very small. It's ten percent out of uh, our calories ingestion, so we will not stop on it, or will we? No, no, no. But just to give you the comparison, so thermic effect of food will burn ten percent of all your daily calories expenditure, and exercises get what five. So. We will talk about this later, but exercises have the least amount of percentage. They contribute the least to your daily energy expansion. We are talking now about a normal person, not an athlete that exercises hours per day. We're talking about a normal person that goes three times per week to the gym, does an average session there. So all those sessions contribute approximately 5% to them. Yeah, by the way, um, I used to exercise every day and my workout would burn a lot of calories and we can class it as professional athletes, to be honest. And all those people, gym bunnies, who are in the gym every day and work out very hard. This is not normal, I would say. That's not average, but such people exist. And although they are not um, engaging in sports professionally, uh, that's... That makes difference. Uh, for them, exercise activity would matter. Let's make this distinction. But then there are questions why, why they are so often and so much in the gym. Uh, yeah. So in this podcast, we would like to <clears throat> focus on the daily energy activity which is not your exercises, but your daily movement. And this is the component that will be influencing your metabolism the most, especially in the weight maintenance phase. It has a crucial impact. Another myth, before, before we go there, before we go to need, um, you know, the way people say, oh, I'm just going to grow tons of muscles and I will become a um, fat burning machine because fat, because muscle mass burns loads of fat and I just, I just can eat anything I want because it's metabolically, how do they say, metabolically active tissues mm -hmm. and they burn loads of fat. Not necessarily true. Well, to grow five kilograms of muscles, that's a long way of progressive overload and years in the gym consistently, not two, three times per week, maybe four or five with body splits. It's hard. Proper nutrition as well. So if you have, for example, increase in muscle mass by five kilograms, so you have 5 kg of muscle mass. You grew 5 kg of muscle mass. Let's say you're a professional bodybuilder. 
for each kilogram, yeah, so that only increases your calorie burn? Yeah, by 60 calories. Because six calories additionally the body will burn for each pound of muscle six pound. yeah each pound so mm -hmm. this so is 60. Mm -hmm. only 60 calories per day you're winning by putting so much effort into growing five kilograms of muscles it's not even banana banana is 90 calories <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you can eat extra half banana at no cost. Yeah. <laughs> what a win! Is very helpful. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, our internal uh -huh. organs burn much, much more. So you're resting. Uh, you even burn calories during sleep. Um, 60, 80 calories, depending on your weight. So during sleep, you can burn 500 calories. By doing nothing, that's your heart beating, that's your lungs expanding and contracting and so on. <clears throat> so let's look at this daily energy activity and weight loss. So the research says and shows that weight loss leads to decrease in activity energy expenditure. Involuntarily, when you lose weight, you start moving less interesting right <laughs> very interesting and the research says that activity expansion decreases nearly by 400 calories in people who have lost around 10 percent of their body weight 10 percent is a lot so just like that you lost weight and now you move even less and so this the... happens subconsciously you move less it's because your organism starts preserving energy so you don't notice it. You don't know what happened. Yes, you just involuntarily start getting up less, moving, maybe taking elevator instead of stairs, maybe driving closer to the shopping center instead of parking further mm. and walk. Like and when you talk, decisions. you probably do not use a lot of gesticulation anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and sit very, very calmly. So in one of the studies that was done in 1988, um, there were 10 reduced to be subject, subjects, so people who were, who were obese, um, they lost 23.2% of their body weight, huge. Their erastic metabolic rate was 97% of the predicted and 24 energy expenditure was 75% of predicted. So their decrease in activity energy expenditure was nearly 600 calories per day. So they just stopped expanding 600 calories per day. That's massive. Because the body is trying to bring you back to the previous state. And the only way the body can bring you to that previous state, it makes you move less so you stop losing and increase appetite hormones oh yeah that's another interesting story um 
So your resting metabolic rate in this case cannot keep falling because your body has to maintain your functions. But then what body does, okay, if I can't keep this down, then activity is the first thing that I can keep down. She or she doesn't need to move that much anymore. Plus she's smaller now. She will expand less, less energy. Um, and this is fascinating, how just by losing weight, we start moving less. And this is the, this is the moment where people find it very, very hard to maintain body weight after again, losing weight. Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. And people say your diets ruin your metabolism, blah, blah, blah. Well, we can formally say that our metabolism is slowed down because we do burn less energy now. But... This also, um, th such knowledge also gives us hope. We can, on purpose, maintain our non-exercise activity or exercise activity as well by adding exercise or keeping exercise in your routine after weight loss. That's a very, very effective way to maintain what you have lost. That's first practical advice in our today's podcast and what's also interesting that people genetically are very very different uh, and there was a study right done in uh, 1986 where may they... interrupt you just yeah. for a moment to explain our readers that we are not out of date with our research <laughs> it is because such studies are very uh, very well designed, very interesting, and they are foundational. They are um, they are very important in the history of research. And since then, there are new studies that confirmed these old studies. So all the new studies confirm these uh, ancient <laughs> studies. But we're um, citing them because they are really cool. Yeah, and this one is in particular, so there was a very small room, one room, like a studio apartment, where the researchers um, placed 177 people, not all of them at the same time, one by one. It took a lot of time. Um, so one by one, they left these people in this studio for 24 hours. And they were observing them and looking at them, what they were doing while well, they had some measuring tools on their body so they could measure their energy expenditure. But it was very interesting to observe 177 people because some people were just doing nothing. They were just sitting on the sofa for 24 hours, watching the tally, um, being very relaxed. And some were just moving around, cleaning, getting up and down, sit down with like, completely different behavior. And they found the variation of energy expenditure, the difference in from 140 calories to nearly 700 calories per day. And this is just a little room. This is yeah, how people, different we are. Yeah, people didn't fall down to push up and squat. They were just being there. Just hanging around. Yeah, and you probably all have those friends or family members that are naturally very kind of 
active or they can't stand still while you're talking to them they are not just standing they have to be you know balancing from one leg to another turn use their hands like they are very like this <laughs> whoever is and they cannot there. sit still they're constantly fidgeting they're constantly in the move and running around some even like at work i can observe people walking up and down the corridor some are very fast determined walking and some are just like swimming flowing and different personalities mm. Mm -hmm. so this is another thing where your energy goes um so... yeah and this is what determines our metabolism actually and this is what defines people with fast and slow metabolism that's not resting metabolic rates that's not our internal organs resting metabolic rate does not vary between people of the same size that much but what does vary is this non-exercise activity spontaneous just think from 100 to 800 calories difference that's huge this is what determines our metabolism and this is a great news because i remember my my grandmother she uh -huh. was she was like that she would come to visit us she would sit 20 minutes and then she's like okay i need to go and i was like what do you mean i can't sit <laughs> what if she couldn't sit she was walking from her home to ours which was like 30, 40 minutes walk. She would never take bus unless it was raining or snowing or minus 25. And sometimes even minus 25 and it's not snowing, she would walk. Uh, but her friend, her neighbor was never walking anywhere. And she was overweight woman. She would never go anywhere. My grandmother was looking for some, as we were calling, adventures. She had a little piece of land beside the apartment block where she was growing flowers. And the first rays of sun, she was there digging the soil, planting flowers. And then she had a piece of land outside of, of, um, of the city. Anyway, so now as I'm thinking about her, she was like that person. 20 minutes sit on one place max and then get up and do something. But some people can sit for hours and no bother. Watch movie after movie, Netflix series after Netflix series. Read books, work, get in the flow and sit for five hours in a row. I'm I'm so jealous that they can keep focus. Mm. But at the same time, they are people with slow metabolism. So what are we trying to say here we are trying to say that you find it if you find it hard to maintain body weight um do review your daily energy expenditure and some ideas what you can do i, I wrote a post about it as well but what you can do is walk to work instead of taking a bus if it's possible walk during lunch hour don't sit the whole hour at the table eating or chatting. Eat 30 minutes and then walk. Um, park so far away from supermarket, from the gym. Park far away from your point of destination and walk. Get Fitbit. That was really helpful for me because I could actually see the numbers per day. And it's not that I'm getting freaked out if I don't get 10,000 steps. The aim is 15 now. 
But it's not that I get freaked out. It's like, hmm, if there is a little bit more time and it's not dark and it's still okay to go for a walk, I'll go for those 5,000 steps because I love walking. Uh, it's good to have the measure. It's good to have numbers in front of you. So get yourself Fitbit or whatever, Apple Watch yeah, or whatever Any you activity like. tracker. It will show you trends whether I'm improving or not. Of course, they're not uh, precise, but at least you will see your step count. Uh, and this is super important, like hugely important. Every time a person comes to me and says they have slow metabolism and cannot lose weight, I ask what step count? 5,000, 2,000. And that's really, really small. You're inactive. No wonder you struggle. I would also struggle. And at work, if I have to send an email, and if I know that the office where I'm sending email is not far, I'm I'm walking there. I might ring them and say, I'm going to come in five minutes to have five, five minutes. <laughs> they say yes. And then I go down because I have to use steps up and down. And then I walk and then I walk back. I prefer to do this. And it's always good to practice your communication skills and talk face to face. Except from walking, what else can you do at home? Well, uh, garden work. Cleaning also burns loads of calories if you clean once per week. Um, kids, small kids running after them, carrying them around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like any work around the house. Um, just get up and move even for five minutes. In our podcast with Yusra Ashhak, she was given a really good advice about movement snacks, where we should just wait you know, get up and do some five minutes quick movement um, if you have sedentary job. So um, you can go with friends, not for coffee, but for a walk. And you can coffee. have, um, <laughs> when you talk to your family over the phone, you should walk, you shouldn't sit. Uh, sometimes uh, you can even attend Zoom meetings while walking if that's appropriate, if that's suitable. Some meetings can be done like this. Uh, buy, you can buy walking, uh, walking treadmill. So not expensive running treadmill. Uh, you don't have to run. <laughs> you can just buy simple walking treadmill if you're desperate. If, and um, even uh, work on this treadmill. Some people already do it. So it's a standing desk with walking treadmill underneath. And you can burn so many calories in eight hours by slowly walking in a way that you can still focus on your work. I appreciate that not many people can do that, but that's such a cool thing. Or to jump on it whenever you have a call and or watch TV uh, or listen to podcasts or <laughs> whatever. Yeah, going going to this point, um, there are very cool numbers uh, that you said. So sitting motionless for eight hours, you are not moving at all. You're just using your uh, resting metabolic rate, can burn 640 calories. Sitting with fidgeting for eight hours can burn nearly 900, 500, 950 calories. So just by doing something when you are sitting, the difference could be 300 calories. 
Yeah, and that's normally people who are naturally fidgety would fidget and would burn yeah. 300 more calories. So what do we want to say? Um, we want to say that the thing is not about fast and slow metabolism. The thing is about different need levels, non-energy expenditure, um, thermogenesis. To, to, so your physical exercise, non-exercise. Sorry. So how you move outside of exercises that impact. Eat. This is called need. N E A T. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Remember this. This is uh, a new black. Um. Then also what influences yes, different exercise activity because some people have vigorous training, some have normal, nothing special, two, three hundred calories per ex uh, per exercise. It depends if you're an athlete, if you're not. Um, all depends. So we are all different in this case. Mm -hmm. Energy balance matters. So maybe those people that you're calling them with fast metabolism, they are in actually maintenance or even deficit. So food also <laughs> impacts, obviously, not only physical mm -hmm. activity. Then different relationships with food, different psychological state, all this has an influence. But one of those, one of those elements that you can easy impact is your daily physical activity yeah need. that's what you can do that's your action plan that's I guess that's, that's it yeah uh yeah and ah with age people um say that they uh, their metabolism slows down and this is only partially true because it's not the bmr basal metabolic rate or resting metabolic rate that goes down it does go down, but like 10 calories per year, it's nothing. What changes with age is that we start sitting more and moving less. Mm -hmm. There is a research that shows that um, we move less. That's why we're gaining weight with age. And this is in your power to change that. Buy yourself a tracker and move. Not necessarily in the gym. Move. There you go, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, we will be very happy to answer. And um, our Body Our Business podcast was here with you today. See you later. Bye. Bye.